Shalom, shalom. You're listening to the podcast called Exercising Your Faith Podcast. I am your co-host, Anita Armstrong, and we are back again with our very last message for the month of February in 2023. We're going to share some facts about Black History. Black History Month is all month long, but this time I want to share a little bit about biblical history in reference to black people or dark-skinned people. But before we get into that, I just want to let you know that our host, Mr. Lois Terrell, she will be bringing a mighty word as she always does. It's a little bit of a shorter message this week. It kind of ends abruptly, but that's okay. God does what he does, how he does it, when he does it. And we're just obedient and we just follow along with what he's saying. Amen. All right, so for those of us who like history, and especially because we're talking about Black history in the month of February, I'm going to give you some facts, and you are more than welcome, and I actually encourage you to go look these things up for yourself. I think it's very interesting, and it really does pull a veil away from my eyes, because in my mind, I was always thinking about things a certain way, just Bible, um, like the history of the Bible, but I never, when it comes to this part that I'm talking about, I never really connected the dots or traced things the way that when I was researching about some of the people mentioned in the Bible, how it traces traces back and, and, and it'll talk about how Africa today is called whatever, whatever in the Bible and whatever, whatever in the Bible is called this today. And I love that. I've been looking up Adam and Eve and and studying them a lot lately, and it does the same thing. Uh, Even maps will show, well, this where Garden of Eden probably was nearby this river that still flows today. I think that those connections to me just make it even more relevant and even more, uh, what's the word I want to say, even more vivid in my mind. And so, of course, I want to share that with you. One of the things here, I'm just going to read a couple of the Uh, questions and statements that I found and you can look it up for yourself one is what color was Adam it says here that Adam was actually red the name Adam means red man I've never heard of that thought that was interesting another one is which book of the Bible is solely dedicated to black to a black woman and that 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 answer to that is the song of Solomon I'm going to have to go look at it in a different, in a different way. Now, when I go back and read that another one is what black woman was the first surrogate mother in the Bible, Hagar, we hear about Hagar all the time, right? Hagar was an Egyptian black skin, Hagar, the Egyptian who was forced to be impregnated and bear a child from Abraham by Sarah, his wife. Another one is what was the name of the only black apostle of Jesus Christ? So interesting. Never even thought about it. The answer is it was a descendant of Canaan, the cursed, and his name was Simon, the Canaanite who converted to the nation of Israel to become a Jew through the article of circumcision. The next question is who was the founder of the black races according to the Bible? Who was the founder of the black races according to the Bible? And it says Noah. Let me see if it has anything. Noah's second son, Ham. That was very interesting when they were talking about Noah's second son, Ham. Uh, Name the Jewish woman who passed for black and won a black beauty contest. Never heard of it this way. The answer to that is Hadassah, which is Queen Esther. It says that um, this contest was called 
I'm sorry, this contest was stretched from India to Ethiopia and Hadassah was considered to be dark skin. I've seen movies. One of my favorites is um, uh, One Night with the King. And of course, she has very pale skin. You know, that's just something that I just didn't consider. She was considered to be a black woman. The last one on this page, and I'm going to flip to another page. It says, what Jewish man passed as an African and led his people out of African slavery? Moses, the lawgiver. I was like, wow, Moses. Okay. I'm going to flip to this other page over here. It was pretty interesting. Over here, it says that a majority of the people in the Bible were considered to be tanned because they were from the Middle East. So a majority of these people were considered to be brown. To become the ancestors of both black and white people, this is somebody sharing their thoughts on this. It says Adam and Eve must have had the genes both of black and white skin. This would have resulted in them being darkish brown. A likely candidate of the first person that the Bible seems to indicate that he was Black skinned is in the Bible. His name is Cush, C-U-S-H. I might be saying it wrong. He was the son of Ham, the son of Noah. Amen. It also says you can look up in Jeremiah 13 and 23. It says later in the Bible, the Cushites are mentioned often. In Jeremiah 13 and 23, we find that we find the rhetorical question about can the Ethiopian change his skin and that's in jeremiah 13 and 23 it in an obvious referral to the dark skin or black skin of that people kushites that we read about in the bible they include moses's wife and that's in numbers 12 and 11 they're discussed they're discussing uh the circumstances of marriage i'm not going to go into all of that they also talk about a messenger a messenger in David's army, and that's in 2 Samuel 18 and 13, and it talks about um, being a swift messenger, and history goes back to say that in Isaiah 18 and 2, it was hinted when they said, go you swift messengers, that back then, foot messengers were black Ethiopians, amen. So that was amazing right there. And then you can keep going on and listening and finding out about all this awesome stuff. But as of right now, we're going to get into our message with our host, Ms. DeLois Terrell. Hello, family. I'm coming to you all today. I'm thankful that I'm able to speak. I've been fed literally through nutrition and through the word of God. And I just want to come to say thank you. I was out in my garage and just listening to songs of praise and just in a good mindset. And God has been dropping so much in my spirit, you all. And he's telling me some people are heavy burden. They're heavy burden. They're getting ready to go through some things. And I just want to come to tell you today that you can do all things through Christ, which strengthens you. And that's going to be Philippians 4 and 13, which it reads, I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. But I just want to let you know that you have the strength to endure whatever it is 
that you are getting ready to go through. If this applies to you, just hold on because God has already made the way. That's why I woke up this morning and I said, God, I thank you in advance. I thank you in advance for the things that you are doing for us, the things that you've already conquered for us, the things that you have already moved out of the way for us. Because you made a way. We didn't make the way. You made the way for us. You've made the path clear. You've gone ahead of us and kept things away from us that would have harmed us. You protected us from the dangers seen and unseen. So God, I just want to come today and say thank you. If your hearts are heavy, Lord, give them peace, Heavenly Father. Give them the strength to endure whatever it is that they're going through, Heavenly Father. Lord, there are some decisions that need to be made, Heavenly Father. Give them the mindset to make the right decisions, Heavenly Father. Lead them to your word, Heavenly Father, to let them find the scripture that coincides with what they are doing, what they are going through. Help them that they may be able to be covered by the blood of Jesus, Heavenly Father. And I just come today, I just feel this in my spirit. God has been on point and on time. You just got to wait on him. Don't try to fix it yourself. Wait on the Lord. Let the Lord fight your battles. We don't have the ways that is going to be delivered. We don't have the ways that is going to be turned around. But I know that he can do it. He's a promise keeper. He's a way maker. He's a burden lifter. He's a friend when you're lonely. When you don't have a friend. And if he asks you to do anything, please do it. Do it for me. And do it for him. I'm coming in his stead today. This has been in my spirit. I received texts from some people. I've called and checked on a sister that's been under the weather. And I was thinking about one sister and she sent me a text. And even with myself, there are things I'm going through, but God said, it's already done. He said, you're praying for some things I've already answered. So you can continue to pray, but it's already done. Just like she said, continue to pray. It's already done. I believe, exa- I believe exactly everything that she's saying is already happening. I believe it's already happening in the spiritual realm. And it is connecting with us in the natural in God's timing. Some, some timing is just a little different than others, but it's definitely connecting. I truly believe that you have felt it in your heart, in your spirit, the echoing from your future in reference to where God is going to take you. You may not understand the steps. You may not even understand how you get there, but it's going to happen. I remember today I was just um, minding my business, whatever, and I was, you know, paying my bills or whatever, and I checked into my account, and there was a couple extra dollars in there, not a whole bunch, but enough to get me excited. And at the same time, I was looking at it like, where did that come from? And the acronyms and numbers and letters, you know, it came somehow from the military. I mean, I'm not, it wasn't a whole bunch of money. I'm, I'm not saying that, 
But the fact I said, well, amen, I have been battling with the VA for a while. A lot of us have. It, it's just the process that we all go through. It's just not something simple and easy. And so I was like, finally, I don't care if it was two pennies. I was like, finally, finally, it's starting to kick in. And that's how I want you to perceive and think about, you know, your progress, your pro, your process and what you're going through, what you've been praying for. Like she said, continue to talk to him. Don't give up on that at all. Not saying that you are. Just don't become weary. Don't become complacent. Don't become inconsistent with your conversation. Don't become inconsistent in what he's calling you to do. Continue to push on and push through. Something is definitely about to happen. And like I told you, it's already happened in the spiritual realm. It's just kept catching up in the natural. And I truly believe that something is connected to the blessing that's going to be in an in, in abundance and an outpour to the point where it's going to affect other people. Your blessing that's coming is going to be so big, so huge, so full that if you think about how they casted the note, the notes, how they casted the net out in the Bible and they pulled in all that fish, where they even had to call other fishermen because it was pulling down their boat. It's going to be on that level where it's going to be so much that you're going to be able to bless, I'm going to say the word nations. Nations is just a whole bunch of people. Your, your blessing, your obedience is going to be a blessing for you, your family and friends and nations. And that's going to be times two and three, like all of us. If that happens for all of us, do you know how we can impact the world? How we can impact our community, how we can impact our village, our church, our homes, schools, how we will be able to be able to impact so many areas. Stay consistent, stay praying, and keep believing that that something is right there. Cast your net and receive in Jesus' name. You all be blessed, and we will be back again with you shortly with more word from the Lord.